This is WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now, your host, Scott Walker. Right now, that time, 817, you're tuned to WGNS on this Monday morning. Dr. Craig McCabe, local eye doctor, is in studio with us today. Dr. McCabe, how are you this morning? Hey, I'm doing great. I hope everybody enjoyed the beautiful weekend and the newer, uh, cooler weather. We can tell that summer's on its way out and fall is around the corner. And it's a wonderful time in Tennessee, don't you think? It felt a lot better this weekend for sure. Yeah, and I think everyone's enjoying it. And then as far as eyes go as we head into winter and head into fall first, we know that allergy season tends to come back. If you're like me and you have allergies most all year round, then of course the goldenrod, uh, which is a weed that comes up and has beautiful kind of yellow golden uh, little blooms on it. Boy, that is my nemesis. That'll get my eyes water and, and red faster than just about anything. But the typical things about fall uh, allergies with uh, weeds and the pollens of the fall. If you're someone that suffers from that, you should make sure that you're stocked up on your allergy medicine that works well for you. And if you don't have an allergy medicine that works well for you, well then you just haven't looked hard enough because there's many good ones out there that actually do work very well. I'm a proponent of the nasal inhalers. They put the medicine right where it needs to be. You don't have to take a pill that goes all the way through your gut and your bloodstream and your body before it gets up there to your sinuses. But there's all different ways to take care of it. And depending upon how severe your allergies are, uh, it depends on how much you need to sort of upgrade your treatment. But the bottom line is that there's great treatments out there for it. If you're having trouble with just the over-the-counter ones, see your primary care, or if it's with your eyes or your sinuses, those doctors, and they can give you something so that you don't suffer going through it this wonderful, beautiful fall that we have in Tennessee, which I think is one of the prettiest times in Tennessee. Definitely. So what time of year do you typically see the most allergy problems? Well, so there's two types of allergies. There is seasonal and all year long right uh, and if you have the all year long one then you're also allergic not only to the ones outside but to the ones inside such as dog and cat dander and dust mites and all those things that build up inside the home so those people have it all year round but if they also have seasonal ones on top of that, then they'll have little spikes, so to speak, where it's worse than others. And I think the spring spike of allergy season is the worst for just about everybody who suffers from it because there's more different pollens available then at higher amounts. And then there is another one in the fall that I'd say it's about half to two-thirds of the intensity of the spring one. So if you have just a seasonal allergies, it's spring and fall. If you're allergic to trees and things like that, uh, you will uh, get a big um, boost of pollen that affects you in the fall as the leaves turn their pretty colors. So everybody's a little bit different. 
most people, I would say that the seasonal spring and fall affects them most. And then there are some that they may be allergic to Fifi or Spot, but they love that animal. They're not going to get rid of it. Uh, but if it is the indoor ones, then you should consider upgrading your cold air return filters. You know, that you have to change every month to three months to a higher filtration level. Maybe uh, getting rid of or cleaning regularly the uh, fabrics in your home, such as carpets and drapes. Uh, and of course, more uh, hardwood, tile, those kind of things. Uh, they tend to trap less of those allergens. And uh, sometimes you have to modify the environment like that. You can, uh, you can stir up that stuff out of that area if you have ceiling fans going. So all those kind of things, you know, if you have the windows open a lot, you can bring the seasonal or the outside environmental allergens within your home as well. So there's all those little tips and tricks to try to make things better for you. And of course, you can text us any questions you may have to 615-893-1450, 615-893-1450. You can text us any questions you have. And uh, Dr. McCabe, I, I know you mentioned this before, but you can actually develop additional allergies throughout life. You may not have used to have been allergic to dogs, but now you are. That's right. And you can develop allergies to medications that you've been taking for years. That's so, wild. And, and uh, patients will come in and the doctors say, well, I think you're developing an allergy uh, to it. Well, how can that be? I've taken this for years. Well, you've been around dogs and cats for years. You've been outside for years too, right? And you can uh, develop allergens as our immune system kind of weakens, kind of breaks down as we get older. We all know that our immune systems are not as strong when we're in our 60s as they are when we're in our 20s. And uh, pretty much like everything else in our body, I think. And uh, we just, uh, thank goodness, we have some great medications uh, to help make up the difference there. Because we want to get out and play tennis and golf and work in the garden and take care of our yards and all those kind of things that we enjoy doing. And there's good medications now to help you with that let's take a quick phone call good morning you're on wgns you're on the air with dr mccabe hello oh. dr mccabe this is lorraine kowalski hi miss lorraine how are you this morning i'm good thank you how are you well uh doing well doing well enjoyed a, a nice weekend how about yourself same here the beautiful weather great what would you like to tell us this morning miss lorraine I would like to tell you how I came to doc, you know, to your office last September, and I had had glaucoma for about probably about five years. And when I moved to Tennessee in a year and a half ago, I needed a doctor to treat my glaucoma. Plus, I had gone for my eye exam. I had gone to get my my Tennessee driver's license, and I couldn't pass the visual. Uh oh. So I went to one of, I knew I needed new glasses. I had been wearing glasses steadily for 25 years and probably off and on for 15 or 20 years before that. And I went to one of these glass places and they just gave me, a, you know, told me to come back when I, and filled out some form for the motor vehicle. Right. 
and I, I didn't do anything with glasses. And when I came to your office, you told me about my, my cataracts, and, and that was the reason I couldn't see. It wasn't the glasses. It was mm. my eyes. Yeah, you know, lots of times people think that, uh, oh, boy, my this glasses prescription can't be right for me. I don't see that well for it. It's not that much different from my previous glasses, and I spent this money on that. Um, I need to get my glasses prescription changed again or something. But that wasn't the yeah. case with you. We talked about that, you know, when even a new glasses prescription doesn't make you see better or see as well as you used to, then, you know, it's something beside your glasses that's holding your vision back, right? And in your case, right. what was it? it? It was my cataracts. Right. And then I probably asked you kind of the typical cataract symptoms, like uh, do you get glare and halos from oncoming car headlights? Which, which I didn't because I don't drive at night that much. Ah, so here's the other thing. When things start to bother us, we try to avoid them. And so right. probably 10 years ago, you were going out to dinner and out to see the movies or out shopping or friends or church or whatever. And even five years ago, yeah. Even five years ago, yeah. And then now I, say, I don't feel kind of safe. And a lot of people say, well, I'm just older. I don't need to be out. You know, they, they start making yeah. all these excuses to kind of cut back their activity times or their times outside or when they like to do things uh, with other justifications where there might be something else that's bothering them where they don't feel as safe being out at night uh, that's unrelated, so to speak, to just getting older. And with you, it was the development of cataracts, right? Correct. Okay. So what do we do? You said, when I you scheduled me then, uh, the 12th of October, for cataract surgery, and and, told, and 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 you know we decided to do my left eye first, which was my bad eye, mm -hmm. and it was quite an experience at the hospital having it done because everything was explained to me as they did it. Wonderful, and it, wonderful. And it took out the scary part. Good, good. Yeah, I you know. I'm an eye doctor, and I know all the things that can happen, good and bad, to your eyes. And, boy, I don't think anyone will be more nervous about getting their cataract surgery done than I will. But I can, you know, only assume for everyone else, you know, we'll, we'll have uh, people come into the office and say, look, you can cut my belly open or my legs yeah. or my arms or anything, but don't touch my eyes. So I know that's a nervous thing for a lot of people. So what, what was it like to go, tell other people that, what was it like to go through that cataract surgery? The, the worst part was getting my daughter up to get me to the hospital at <laughs> 7 a.m. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. What time What time does she normally get up? 10, 11. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's a restaurant manager and closes at night. So right, so she she's on late. a second shift kind yeah. of lifestyle. But I, I, actually, the nurses in the hospital, right. you know, in the, explained everything as they were doing it, uh -huh. and it was it was over before before I realized it. Well, wonderful. So it it wasn't painful. It didn't. No, it wasn't painful. Wonderful. You know, well, great, and that's and how I, we want it to be for everybody. I, I've had friends that had it done, but we never talked about it, what mm -hmm. they did, you know, mm -hmm. or how it was. Mm -hmm. and, and then I went back to your office oh, a few days later, and then we, discuss, we, we 
decided. We decided to do the next one yes. as soon as you as you could, and that was the end of that was the end of November. Mm-hmm. And that also went good. And the best thing was not wearing glasses. Ah, so tell us about yeah. that. Not only did your vision get better. I don't have to wear glasses. But now you can and, see well without glasses. So that's like a right. double improvement. That's wonderful. Right. And is is and, that just know, distance? Any, any, yes. Anybody that wears glasses, you know, you put them down and then where did I leave them? Right. You know, and all. And after not wearing glasses for probably 40 some years, it, it was a big change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and if I had to... If I had to do the surgery over again, I wouldn't hesitate because it's well worth it. Well, wonderful. So you've got good vision uh, near and far now throughout? Yes. Wonderful. Well, well, that's great. And I hope that uh, your uh, story today will help others, encourage them, because, you know, a lot of people don't even want to go see their eye doctor. They know something's wrong, and they know their doctor is probably going to tell them they need eye surgery. But, oh, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to go through eye surgery. So they, they just try to put it off and put it off and put it off. And, uh, you know, I am I'm hope that your story is encouraging to others so that they go get their eyes checked out so that they can see better and enjoy things just like you do now. Right. I, you know, I'm back to reading again in my spare time. And- well, wonderful. So you're doing those things. So that's like a triple good thing. So now you're also doing things that you weren't able to do before because right. your cataracts hurt your vision. Yeah, right. Well, that's... that's you know, when I mentioned to my eye doctor in Florida about it and see his finer print, and he his reply was, tell me about it. You know, like it's common and I shouldn't worry about it. Oh, it's just part of getting older. Yes. Oh, I hate to hear that from my patients. It's like, well, you know, I can't see, I can't drive at night. But, you know, I add that all up to old age. And, you know, this is 2023 now. You know, we've got good treatments for many different things. And uh, cataract surgery is now the little micro incision only takes uh, 15 minutes or less. And it's very safe. It's actually the safest, best procedure of all major surgeries you could get done anywhere on your body. So I really appreciate you calling in, and uh, hopefully that will encourage others to help improve their vision and their life as well. And I hope you have a great week. Thanks so much. Okay. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for calling this morning. What what do you think it is that makes... I guess that makes it, I guess some people fear more so than other parts of their body, their eyes, and having surgery on their eyes. What, what makes it so scary for folks? Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, I think that's absolutely perfectly normal. And that's because just about everything in our life and our happiness depends on our vision. You know, 90% of all the information that your brain receives is through your eyes. All your other senses, they, they uh, add up to the other 10%. So that's how important it is. And, you know, as you do get older... And you do rely on other people, maybe it's your family, uh, friends, neighbors, or whatever, to kind of help you out with more and more along the way because things become more and more difficult. You know that when your vision goes, that 
you're really going to be dependent upon other people for everything. And that's a scary thing right there. I, I think one, you know, one of the best things when we're younger is getting our driver's license because it's freedom. I can Definitely. get out and travel distances on my own. And, you know, I'm my own person now. And that's a wonderful thing. If you can remember way back when you get driver's license, you're out in your car by yourself or with your friends. It's like the best. But there's going to be a time that comes when you're told that you shouldn't be driving anymore. Oh, oh boy. But that's one of the major milestones in life, you know, on the other side where, boy, you know, and now I'm going to become really dependent upon people for so much. And so it's a scary thing when you get your eyes operated, you know, it's. Um, eye surgery, although it's extremely safe, you know, there are rare times when significantly problems happen and complications. And, you know, it's kind of like, you know, airline travel, you know, that's the safest way to travel by far. But, you know, there aren't many uh, fender benders right in the <laughs> sky. So there's all these kind of things. And so it's a natural thing to worry about it. And uh, I, I think once you have the first surgery done on the first eye and you're kind of like, you know what that wasn't near as bad <laughs> i shouldn't have been worried that much but uh boy you sure are happy when you get the second one done and you've got real good vision and you know you know what i'm not going to be dependent upon people for a long time now and it's not going to be because of my eyes so it's it's one of the ways of staying young when you improve your vision not only can you see better, but you feel better, you feel stronger, you feel younger, you feel healthier. It has many ripple effects, if you will. So um, for people that are going through that, you know, come in and, and see us and let us help you. And we really, really want to help you and enjoy doing that. And we had a question, and by the way, folks can text us at 615-893-1450. The question was, why can't you do both eyes on the same day? Well, there are places when you do, and there are situations where it makes sense to do that. So let's say it's someone who is uh, um, mentally retarded or has severe Parkinson's or Alzheimer's or something where it's it's really difficult just to get in to get one surgery let alone two or maybe you're going to have to be you know all the surgery i do now it's it's not general endotracheal anesthesia where you get the tube down your throat and you get put on the ventilator and, and people will say to me right before we go back i'll go out and i'll talk to them i'll tell them a little about the surgery and everything and and they'll say well now you're going to put me asleep right i'm not going to know anything going on and I said, well, to do that, what that means is you get the tube put down your throat and you go on the ventilator. And they're like, oh, I don't want to do that. And I said, well, you, you don't have to. And we don't do it for hardly anyone now. But we do give you some relaxing medicine, Versed, Propofol, things like that in your IV that um, will greatly relax you. And most people are kind of in a twilight state where they're almost kind of semi-sleeping and, and uh, you know, semi-awake. But... With our medications now, we can block all pain receptors in the nervous system. So you don't feel any pain. That's amazing. You don't feel any pain. You'll feel some pressure. You'll know stuff's going on. But we keep you so thoroughly relaxed 
just like the last caller, that uh, it's, it's not a problem for you. It's not a concern. It's not a worry. And you know what? When you're comfortable during that cataract surgery, it's easier on me. So you can bet I keep you very comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Now, for anybody listening who's not been to your office before, what's the easiest way to find it? Yeah. So, you know, there aren't any really good landmarks there, but it's up on the corner of Heritage Park Drive and Memorial Boulevard. So everyone pretty much knows where that 24-hour Walgreens is in town. That's North Fetal Memorial. If you go up one light... I, uh, you know, towards Sportscom and all those places, then, uh, which is not far at all, then you're at Heritage Park. There's a KFC there and what used to be a SunTrust Bank. They're all Truist Banks now. And you, you make a left there. We're just off the corner. Can't miss it. Sounds good. Again, Dr. Craig McCabe in studio with us this morning, answering your eye-related questions. You can text us at 615-893-1450, and we'll get you on the air, or we'll get your question on the air. Time again right now, 838. We're going to take a break, and we will be right back. This is Peter Demas inviting you to enjoy a meal with our family at Demas's Restaurant, With cold and flu season here, nothing helps my family more than having the Demas's baked chicken and rice soup. It was a soup that was created by my grandmother, and we not only sell it by the cup, but we also sell it by the quart, by the half gallon, and by the gallon. So stop by any time today and bring soup to your family that may be sick or a friend that's in sick, or just to enjoy it just because it tastes so good. Demas's Restaurant. Hi, this is Amanda from Animal City, and our hand-fed baby bird nursery is starting to fill up. If you are looking for your next sweet feathered companion, come in and see us. Find your next pre-loved, pre-spoiled pet here at Animal City. Be sure to check out our downstairs level. Here at Animal City, we would like to thank Murfreesboro for letting us be your family-owned and operated pet store for 33 years. Animal City is located at 919 Northwest Broad Street. CBS News Brief. Americans are gathering today to observe the 22nd anniversary of the deadliest terror attack on U.S. soil in Manhattan. Michelle Renee Bratton. Patrice Brout. The annual reading of the names of those who died earlier at the Pentagon, an American flag was unfurled in remembrance of the 9-11 attacks. The death toll from the earthquake in Morocco is 2,500 now, as search and rescue efforts continue. CBS's Chris Livesay in Marrakesh. Roads snake into snow-capped peaks, many blocked by rock slides. Impossible to reach those still trapped beneath the debris, either to save or lay to rest. The North Korean leader is on a train now heading to Russia. Reporter Alex Jensen in Seoul. Neither the exact schedule nor the agenda for their summit's been revealed, but Kim Jong-un is set to meet Vladimir Putin within the coming days. CBS News Brief. I'm Stacey Lynn. When is the best time to move to Adams Place? We had debated coming here for three or four years before we came, and I wish we had come a little earlier. Everything could be managed here, and that was a great blessing for us all. I've had a lot of support, a lot of friendships that have kept me going. I'm Terry Deal. Call me for more information about Adams Place, 1927 Memorial Boulevard. Call Adams Place today at 615-904-9111. 
Lynn. Middle Point Landfill announces our upcoming open house this Wednesday from 5 to 7 at Oakland's Mansion. The Middle Point Open House series provides a behind-the-scenes look at Middle Point's operations and its role in the community's approach to managing waste. Some of the topics this Wednesday, an overview of day-to-day operations and the financial benefit Rutherford County residents receive. We'll also look at the long-term vision for the facility. The Middle Point Open House this Wednesday at Oakland's Mansion. Learn more at middlepointlandfill.com. The Dave Ramsey Show, weekdays from 1 to 4. WGNS, your good neighbor station. Rutherford County's place to talk. Right now that time, 8.42. You're tuned to WGNS again on this Monday morning. Dr. Craig McCabe, local eye doctor, in studio with us this morning to answer your eye-related questions. And if you have any questions, all you have to do is call or text in 615-893-1450. Again, 615-893-1450. Kind of an odd question here. Uh, My husband and I are retired and thinking about moving to somewhere new, perhaps Destin or somewhere like that. Is that a good area to live if we have seasonal allergies? Well, you don't get that question a whole lot. (laughs) Is is Destin (laughs) a good place to move if you have seasonal Uh, allergies? You know, I I like Destin. You know, that's a fun place. I like to go there when school's in, not when school's out. (laughs) But... uh, you know, um, everywhere you go has different spores, has different allergens, different flowers, different weeds, different trees, and uh, you really don't know till you've been there about a month, uh, and then you're kind of going to know what's going to affect you, because what may affect you in one part of the country may not affect you in another, and vice versa, and the intensities and the volume of the pollen may be different, so, uh, you know, that's that's a question where everybody's different and you just gotta go down there and live there for a while and that's how you'll find out and no one can give you really a discreet honest exact answer on that but they've got a ton of pollens there i'll tell you that um the the desert uh probably has fewer pollens although they have their pollens you know things bloom out there in the desert too and uh boy if you're allergic to dust that's not the place to go to so it 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 just depends on what you're allergic to if you've had one of those tine tests or one of those allergy tests where they you know poke and put little uh dots of different allergens in your skin and you're under the heat lamp or whatever for 10 minutes you'll know what you're allergic to and then you can look them up in that area but they'll be a little bit different and uh you very well may be Uh, Or it may be less if you're only in the Tennessee, Ohio, River Valley area kind of allergens that you're sensitive to. But, you know, to be honest with you, you won't know until you're down there for a while. And uh, if you have perennial allergies, which is the year-long ones, yep, they're going to be the same. I don't care where you go because those are inside ones. So unless you get rid of your fabrics inside, you're going to have that. But... uh, you know, if you want to go down there and enjoy the beach and that kind of uh, community, I, I hope you have a, a great time. You'll be one of the few people that seem to move out of this town. Everybody <laughs> seems to move in and they don't move out. That's true. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I hope uh, everything goes well with that. Moving can be a stressful time. 
But, you know, um, do we have any other? Uh, not not right in a second, right no. Yeah, so I'll tell you another thing that I want to talk about that we have at the office is we're the first in the state to get uh, a new uh, cosmetic skin uh, machine. It's a trimodal laser, so it's got three different things on it. And you may not know, besides just doing eyes, we have a full skin center there as well. And uh, this one is specifically for the face and neck. And uh, we've got a, um, a new treatment for eyelids and dry eyes. And I know a lot of people suffer from that. And this uses radio frequency bulk heating to melt the oil in the oil glands of the eyelids, express all those out. And that's really the gold standard of treatment for dry eyes. And we also have an intense pulse light called Lumeca which is the best one at that for removing the reds and browns around the face and the eyelids. This is uniquely safe to around the eyes, as well as it has a radio frequency microneedling to uh, tighten up the skin. All these things stimulate collagen and elastin fibers to help thicken the skin. You know, our skin thins as we get older, and uh, this helps to thicken it back to where it was. And uh, these are great treatments. So if you're interested in anything to improve your complexion, to improve the dark circles around your eyes, to improve the laxity around your eyes, your face or in your neck, to get rid of, you know, spider-like veins on your face or red splotches on your face, it's the gold standard of treatment for acne rosacea, uh, which is red splotchy places on your nose, chin, and cheeks, which a lot of people have again. You know, consider uh, giving this uh, a look at because uh, it's the best treatment for many of these things. We do have a quick question here. It says, you mentioned brown spots on the face. I notice there is now a medicine out that you can take to help reduce browning spots on the face or the skin. Does that really help? Yeah, a lot of these, um, and, and we sell MD grade skincare products at our office as well. Uh, and a lot of them with vitamin C in them, uh, some have vitamin E, have skin lightening potentials to them. So you lotions or what, what are these? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're creams that you put on your face uh, in the evening before you go to bed. Uh, and uh, really, at-home skin care is actually very important. Um, it's, it's, say, low strength, but you use it every day and so it helps to fight back it's got a lot of antioxidants in it um, which these free radicals that build up on our skin uh, as well as uv damage from the sun which is what causes the spots and the wrinkles and then the congestion of the sebaceous or the oil glands in our face cause a lot of the spider-like uh, veins and red spots splotchiness of our face that decreases from your complexion you know it just makes you look a lot older than your age actually is you know and everyone wants to improve their looks i think you know unless you've totally given up on life i think everyone wants to improve their looks and uh these are the best treatments for that uh you, you know we have the chemical peels this helps turn over the outer layer of the skin the epidermis uh, in about five days, and you get fresh new skin out of it. 
Uh, like I said, the IPL is what treats these spider-like vessels, the brown spots on your face, and there's nothing better than that. That's the gold standard. And then we have uh, radio frequency microneedling, microneedling, which if anybody follows the Kardashians, and of course they can get whatever they want, wherever they want, they use the machine that we have in the office, which is called the Morpheus 8, which again is the best equipment for this. So we have the best of the best, and uh, it uh, really has helped our patients, and they love it, and they come back for it, want more of it. I guess that's the song, and uh, we're happy uh, to provide it because it's fun. So this microneedling, does that hurt at all? Yes, it does. Now, other doctors will tell you, well, I'll be honest with you, because I've had it done on myself. Everything I do to my patients, I do to myself first to know what it's like, and uh, it does. Uh, and then we have the the numbing skin cream, um, and and that works pretty good, but only pretty good. What we have that's really good is we have the nitrous oxide. So, kind of like what you get at a dentist office. That, right? That's that's right. You know, because the dentist injects you with lidocaine, and they're doing things that hurt. And boy, that really takes the edge off. And boy, it really takes the edge off these procedures at the office. So. We upgrade the anesthesia, so to speak, right there in our office to whatever you need. I'll tell you, I've done this on my technicians in the office. And I've got a technician, I almost feel like I could hit her with a sledgehammer. She'd say, nah, that doesn't hurt. <laughs> and then we got others who you get, you haven't even touched them yet. They're like, whoa, wait a minute, they're going to hurt me. You know, so there's all ranges in there. And everybody's like that according to what you've been through. But we have the upgrades in the uh, numbing or anesthesia so that you get through it well okay hey and then we did have a question here the micro needling and other things can you do that on the hands in addition to the face so let's let's talk about it. let's break it down as janet jackson would say so if you need to tighten the skin there's no better non-surgical approach than the radio frequency microneedling. Maybe it's around your belly. Maybe you got flappy arms as we get older and, and women, you know, they are really bothered by that. You can have that stuff tightened up by the radio frequency microneedling. This does the best that you can do short of going into the OR and having surgery done. So if if that's what you'd like to do, we have that there. Like I said, to get rid of the the red spots, the brown spots, the spider-like skin vessels, all those that you know, really take away from the look of your skin, that's done with the intense pulse light. And then for dry eye issues and these meibomian gland issues, which are the oil glands around the eyes, because in 75% of people that have dry eyes, it's because of the meibomian glands. So if you treat those, you treat the majority of people, uh, and the best way to do that is uh, with the radio frequency heating. So you've got to have the right tool for the job just like a construction carpenter home remodeler will tell you and they spend some money on their equipment so that they can do a good job and you know we've done the same yeah Uh, so you've got a variety of equipment that can help really a variety of areas it sounds like yeah pretty much everything skin wise 99 (laughs) percent you know uh if you've got a if you've got a cancer there you need to get a cut out that is that it, it, it doesn't cure that it doesn't take care of that and it'll take care of a lot of pre-cancerous things but once it becomes 
uh, a tumor or a cancer, you've got to have it cut out. So you've got to have surgery for those things. But for all the non-surgical things, all the cosmetic things, absolutely, we have... Uh, we're excited about what we have. Now, if you see something that looks suspicious, would you say or would you send that person to the, the proper doctor to get further help? Oh, yeah, of course. And, and lots of times we can do a shave biopsy or we can totally cut it out ourselves. We, we do that every week at the office. Uh, and uh, we always send it off to the pathologist. And we always get it checked out. I never take anything for granted because there'll be that one in 1,000 case where you may have missed it and you wish you wouldn't. And so insurance pays for those things. And how long does it take to get something done to where you're working on, you know, refreshing your skin to your face or, or you know, working on your hands? How long do these procedures take? Uh, so if you're going to come into the office and we're going to do uh, either the skin tightening or to get rid of the reds and browns and blood vessels, those kind of things in the skin, then uh, we're going to put the numbing gel on for about 45 minutes after we've cleaned your face thoroughly. And then the procedure to actually perform it is probably uh, 10 minutes for the intense pulse light. And then we go through several... Uh, passes, if you will, over the face and or neck if we're going to do the skin tightening at various depths of the skin, five millimeters, four millimeters, three millimeters, two millimeters, one millimeter, and then a resurfacing tip, which is really good. But uh, those things, and that, that probably takes a good uh, half hour to do, to do all that. So, and we need to do it about three times uh, to get a good clinical result where you can look in the mirror and say, yeah, that actually did make a significant difference. And uh, we don't ever want to do anything, uh, charge you any money for anything, put you through all this, unless we don't feel very, very comfortable that this is going to make a very noticeable difference. But it's not going to make you change the way you are. You're not going to look like someone different. You're going to look improved. You're going to look maybe the way you used to look 10 years ago. That's our goal, to look you more like the refreshed, healthier, happier you. Uh, and that's what we go for. Dr. Craig McCabe is our guest today. And again, if you have any questions, we'll try to fit those in. 615-893-1450. And this question goes back to something you mentioned a little while ago about, uh, well, in regards to allergies, you said uh, something about an allergy test and putting a patient under a heat lamp to see if they do have allergies. This person says, I've never experienced that kind of allergy test. What kind of allergy test is that? A tyne test. I think it's spelled T-Y-N-E. Uh, you can Google it. But what they do is they pinprick you, and they'll do it on your arms, sometimes on your back, and they'll put a number of various uh, food, tree, um, uh, flower, grass, uh, allergens on your skin and they look for a skin reaction and they measure it by how red the skin gets how you know like the width of the redness the diameter as well as the hardness called induration so the more of a cellular allergy response there the more redness and the more hardness to it and uh if you can accelerate that uh under a heat lamp uh, it takes about 10 minutes uh, and if you go to an uh, immunologist or an allergist, that's a 
common thing that they'll perform. And then if you're strongly allergic to things or your dog or cats or something that you're going to be around and you want to suppress that, then you'll get uh, allergy suppression shots. And a lot of people have had those. You might even know someone that's had those. And they can work very well. And that way you can still keep Fifi and Spot and uh, suppress those allergy reactions. <laughs> well, let's try to fit in one call real quick here. Good morning. You're on the air with Dr. Craig McCabe. Go ahead. Yes, I was wondering about the facial treatment. Uh, how much training has the person who does those have, and are they certified? Thank you. Yeah, no problem. I think a lot of people would tell you that I'm completely certifiable. But uh, all, 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 of the, all of the major treatments that are subsurface um, are done by myself. So that's another thing at my office. Everything is MD-directed. Everything is MD-treated. Uh, and, and as you know, it's not like that other places, but it's done by myself, by the doctor. Uh, that's, that's what I would want. And uh, whenever I go somewhere, that's what I ask for. Uh, but uh, the home health care, the chemical peels, those are done by Amanda, my lead technician in my office, who has done this for quite a while. And we've all been through, or both of us have been through all the certification courses um, and she assists me in all the uh, laser, IPL, and microneedling procedures as well. So you have two of us in the room there caring for you. You know, we talked about it can, it can hurt a little bit. It doesn't near as much when we use the nitrous. But then also she's there at our side and she's putting the cold packs on your skin. And that lessens it as well. So... You've got four hands uh, helping you out, and uh, I'm there with all of it all the time. Again, our guest today has been Dr. Craig McCabe, and as we close this morning, we only have about 30 seconds left. How can folks find you online? Oh, well, very simple. Just look up McCabe Vision Center. You know, we're at all the places. You know, we're on Facebook. We have our own website. Uh, which we're currently redoing now, so we're working on that as well. But, you know, right down uh, in the center of Murfreesboro, right, which used to be the geographical center, uh, right there at Heritage Park and Memorial. Look us up in the phone book or online, and we'd love to help you out. Anything with eyes, anything with the face and neck, uh, we're here to help you. Sounds good. Again, Dr. Craig McCabe, our guest today. Coming up next, a look at the news with Ron Jordan. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. 